Welcome to Alchemy Land. I'm your host, Tage. Today on episode 5, we have yet another installment of The Llama Letters. Let's go. Dear Dolly, I've been wanting to talk to you about wizards. Yes, wizards. I think there are some similarities between what I'm trying to do in life and what wizards do in books and movies. They have all that cool stuff like staffs, crystals, magic wands, spells, and powers. And wizards can use their power and knowledge to assist people. Well, the good ones do that anyway. I'm trying to be wise and use my power for good. Not like a wise guy, but I'm trying to be, you know, wizardly, which is more than wizardy, I think. Wizard E is just wizard like, but wizard Lee is more embodied. The embodiment of wizardom. Is wizardom a word? Well, today it is. Yeah. I guess I could just say the embodiment of wisdom. But that sounds so muggle. Wait, is that why they say people are a whiz when they're really good at something? Because they've got wisdom and they know all about it? I never put that together before. That is so wizard. 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 Whoa, now I've said wizard too many times and it's starting to lose its meaning. Does that ever happen to you? It's weird. Weird, 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 weird. Go ahead and try it. I'll wait. Oh, well, did you try it? <laughs> it's weird, huh? Do you know the meaning of the word weird? It's a weird word. Huh, I feel weirdly wordy today. Anyway, as you know, weird can mean something supernatural or uncanny. But in the old Scottish, it means your destiny. And then someone told me it can mean something like wired to God. I guess that's why I don't mind being called weird. It's good to be plugged in, wired to the source or God or whatever you want to call cosmic consciousness. That's our destiny, right? 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 Am I right or what? <laughs> I guess that was a little bit of a wise guy there. Mm, sorry, fool of a tage. As you probably guessed, my absolute favorite wizard of all time is, of course, Gandalf. Gandalf. Gandalf himself from the Lord of the Rings. The man is powerful and kind, like you. But he does make mistakes, also like you. And me too. Do you like the LOTR? I have a feeling you do. I can picture you watching the movies with a big smile on your face. I think I got into LOTR in junior high, which was a time when a lot of us were also playing Dungeons and Dragons. Remember? Anyway, I read recently that people still play D&D, so I guess it's still a thing. Anywho, I thought the books were pretty great. I remember being totally shocked at the end when Gollum gets the ring back for a brief moment before he plunges to his fiery death in the lava of Mount Doom. When I got older, I realized that it wasn't just a plot device— Gollum represents the corruption of a good heart, and also the potential for redemption, unrealized in his case. 
but he's also important because he unwittingly helps the evil power of the ring to be defeated because of his obsession. If it wasn't for him, Frodo may have kept the ring, and then evil would have been allowed to endure. So maybe the essential message is that evil undoes itself in the end? Hmm. Or maybe evil's a necessary part of the whole thing? I mean, we couldn't really have a story without it. But aside from the ending, which, by the way, was the first time a book had me reading with my mouth gaping in awe, I always loved reading about Gandalf. Naturally, he's wise like you'd expect from a wizard, and always seems to know what to do or not to do, or how to advise people, or even how to fight when necessary. You know, he even says, To crooked eyes, truth may wear a wry face. Maybe that's why I'm writing all these letters. Oh my god, don't even get me started on that battle in the castle of Orthanc with his buddy Saruman, wizard fight! That's one of my favorite scenes in the movies, and also the follow-up conversation on the top of the tower, but more on that later. The cool thing about Gandalf is he's really a Maiar in human form, which means he's like a guardian angel. Or he might even be an avatar of spirit, disguised in human form, playing a special part to help humanity, like you as a bodhisattva. Hey, do you think that we all might have a special part to play? Maybe we're all spirit incognito, but some see the man behind the mask? Is that what's going on here? We should definitely talk about that when I have you on the podcast. I think of wizards as those who walk the walk, which brings me to hiking. You know how I like hiking, right? Well, sometimes I feel like Gandalf when I'm walking around the trails of the Joshua Tree National Park near where I live. Really, I do especially now that my hair has gotten really long and gray. I don't wear a robe or anything, but recently I got a brown poncho with a hood, so maybe that could count? Shit, I might be more like Radagast. But fortunately, there are no birds nesting in my hair. Yet. Anyway, I've also been looking for a walking stick so that I can pretend to have a wizard staff. Recently I found a manzanita. Hmm... Manzanita, 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 Manzanita. Whew! <laughs> hey, not all who wander are lost. A Manzanita branch that might work, but I need to find a quartz rock that will fit into the branches for those moments when I might risk a little more light. As a wizard, I like to think that I am walking in nature not only to appreciate the beauty and peace, but to commune and learn the secrets of the plants, the earth, the elements, and the animals. Ooh, and to commune with magical beings, all of which is to gain knowledge and recharge myself for the times when I will need more energy, like when working with people. So that's why I identify with the G-Man. An idyllic interlude. He goes walking toward the mountain, where he sees a gap deep in the rocks. There, a beautiful old oak tree in the middle of a sandy wash beckons him. As he approaches, the tree seems to guard the entrance to another world. He finds a passage around the tree and enters a rocky cove. Gone is the cold wind whipping his face. Silence. Stillness. And something else. Some sort of vibrational shift. Magical? 
An elven kingdom, perhaps? He sees a gorgeous vein of quartz running through the rocky ledges. On one side, a stairway to paradise. On the other, a tiny staircase built by gnomes, leading to hidden depths. And then, the water in little pools, hidden in the rocky alcoves, decorated by lichen, multiplying itself in a myriad of colors. Black, pink, yellow, orange, and red. And nearby, a fallen tree, with twisted branches forming a gnarled, wizened, benevolent old face. The gnarly tree man chuckles with mirth and blithely says, No one knows how to find this place. Good thing you believe in magic. 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 Refreshed? Me too. Now, people. People, people, people. I've learned a lot about people, and I love people, but bless us and splash us, my precious. People are tricksy. <laughs> Do you ever feel like that? They are not easy, my man. I mean, I'm probably not easy either, but dang, those issues... And I want to help. I really do. But sometimes I just want the ring for myself, you know? Am I being too true judgy? Too <clears throat> gollumly? Hopefully just a little bit gollumy, because I'm really just clearing my throat. Well, getting this off my chest. It just seems like when they're given knowledge, they don't use it wisely. Or at all. They just keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over again, and each time ask us for a fix. I just want to say, you cannot pass. What a pity. Pity? Well, the G-Man does say that it was pity that stayed Bilbo's hand when he could have killed Gollum. Hey, maybe I should be like a Gandalf Pez dispenser. And yes, there really is such a thing. I'll tilt my head back and reveal a tasty morsel, and let them eat the mercy candy as much as they like. Then it's reload on empty, in the alchemy land forest, and go back again to deliver the sweets. The help. The precious. My precious! Oh well, whatever. I guess that's what it takes, though. Sharing the same tasty morsels again and again and again. Ah... <sighs> Maybe you get tired of it all? Don't you ever want to say, Fly, you fools! But you don't seem to get exasperated. Seems like you're a pretty good example of how to be, like, ultra-wizardly. You've got it down. The enigmatic smiles, the kind, helpful words, forgiveness, and compassion. Seems like you're always ready and willing to teach, and serve, and serve, and serve, and love. Ah, love, 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 love. Well, it seems that love still hasn't lost its meaning. Okay, I'm getting it, I think. No, no thoughts. Love. Ah, gee whiz. Your little wizardling, Tage. P.S. I forgot I was going to talk about the part where Gandalf and Saruman are up on the top of the tower. 
Gandalf seems trapped and about to be done in when that weirdly cute moth pops up to alert him that his Uber Eagle will be arriving in five minutes. He has just enough time to land a verbal punch with, There is only one Lord of the Ring, only one who can bend it to his will, and he does not share power. Oof, very wizardly. Then, Gwaihir the Windlord does a flyby. Gandalf jumps off the tower, lands on the giant eagle's back, and flies off to new adventures. Screech! God, I want to be like that. P.P.S. I didn't want to bring it up again, but at this point, it seems like you're avoiding the subject of the little ones. And no, I'm not talking about the hobbits. By Gimli's beard, let me know when you can talk. Hi there, Tage from Alchemy Land again. Well, I hope you enjoyed the latest installment of The Llama Letters. We'll see you next time on Alchemy Land. Also, if you haven't checked out our Substack yet, please do. Alchemyland.substack.com. More fun to be had. Okay, see you next time.